Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator, and this is episode 98, Who is Shaking the Jar? Guys, welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast, the podcast where we focus on those three pillars of fitness, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness, as they help us grow closer to the Lord on this journey we call life. If you're a returning listener or viewer, thank you for being here. I appreciate your support as always. If you're brand new to the podcast, welcome as well. Uh, this isn't a podcast where you have to start from the very beginning and work your way all the way uh, to where you are now. Each little episode gives you a little nugget of wisdom. I encourage you to binge them if you're in a little bit of a, a funk and try to find a little bit of uh, a purpose and guidance. Um, but if you just want to tune in weekly and just kind of have a, a little discussion with me and some of the guests we've had on, uh, that'd be awesome too. So uh, whatever platform you're watching this or listening to this on, please leave us a rating and review. Uh, check out our website, Three Pillars Podcast at WordPress.com. I've got a blog I've got running over there, uh, motivational quotes of the day. It's on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, Twitter feeds there. You've got links to pretty much every, everything you can find there. Contact us page, everything like that. Um, check us out on Good Pods. If you're on Good Pods, it's, a, it's an app that's kind of like uh, Goodreads. It helps uh, podcasts like this one get discovered. Uh, please head over there and give us a rating and review also. Uh, lastly, make sure you check out the Sword of the Spirit podcast. But dear friend of mine over there, Joe Russiello is awesome. He's on Good Pods. His uh, links and stuff will be in the, in the description below. If you're looking for kind of an in-depth study on the Word of the Lord, um, he's another great resource for that. So definitely go check out Joe over at the Sword of the Spirit uh, we're going to jump right in today. We're going to jump back into this devotional uh, series press on by the, the legendary Nate Norman, Matt Porth, and Travis Price. Uh, we're going to talk about who's shaking the jar today. It's a devotional uh, written by Travis. Uh, you guys are going to enjoy that. Make sure you follow Travis. I'll put his uh, Twitter handle down in the, in the description below, <clears throat> as well as where you can find this book. So we're going to learn today and discuss about what it means to shake the jar. But before we do that, we're going to go ahead and start with a quick word of prayer, then we'll dive right in. All right. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you. We just praise your name on high. Thank you for discernment. Thank you for helping us to focus on you amidst all the craziness that's going on in the world, Lord. Lord, help us to continue to focus on you no matter what. Help us to navigate the, the treacherous waters because you are our light, our compass, our deliverer. Lord, I ask that you give people uh, tuning into this uh the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive anything that will grow them closer to you. And Lord, be with me. Give me the words to say that leads them closer to you, Lord. Lord, I ask this in the most holy name of Jesus. Amen. All right. <clears throat> We've talked about this devotional before. Again, it's called Press On, 100 Devotions Equipping Men for Eternal Goals. We've got Nate Norman, Matt Porth, and uh, Travis Price. Again, I'll put uh, the link in the description box down below. Uh, you're going to want to pick this up. It's like 10, 11 bucks on Amazon. It's awesome. It's got a lot of really great information. It's not like uh, morning and evenings um, with uh, Spurgeon. It's like I, I pick this up just kind of whenever I feel like it. And there's always something good good in there. If, if I have like a downtime or something, just a, a couple pages of this is, is great. And as you can see, i got a lot more to go, but I'm just kind of taking these one uh, kind of lesson at a time. And guys, I appreciate y'all very much for this, um, for this devotion. Travis writes today about who is shaking the jar. <clears throat> I'm going to read this devotional because it's awesome. Uh, and then we're going to talk about it a little bit um, because uh, it's definitely a topic worth exploring, especially in the world we live in today. So without further ado, this is Devotion 8 on page 14. Who is Shaking the Jar by Travis Price. He writes, Some have attributed the following story to naturalist David Attenborough, while some have credited Kurt Vonnegut. 
Though some light, through some light research, the author seems to be unknown. In addition, I provide no proof that the data is scientific, scientifically accurate, but the moral of the story is worth shaking. If you can catch about 100 red fire ants that live in the southwestern desert, and also 100 of those large black ants that live there, and drop them in the same jar, not much will happen until you shake the jar vigorously and dump them out on the ground. The red ants will attack the black ants, and the black ants will attack the red ants, and they'll devastate each other. The thing is, the red ants think the enemy is the black ants, and the black ants think the enemy is the red ants. And all those ants put together never do figure out that the real enemy is the guy who shook the jar. Travis continues, The red and black ants in this story represent us. Many of us will have different interpretations of the enemy, the shaker of the jar. Some people will say it's the politicians trying to divide us for political gain by shaking the jar. Some people will say it's the media shaking the jar for clicks or ratings. Some people will say it's, it is social media shaking us up or shaking us for their own profit. While all of these are likely true, the enemy, in my opinion, is Satan. The more our eyes are off the cross, the more distracted we get. The more time we spend mindlessly scrolling Facebook, the more time we spend watching Fox News or MSNBC the more time we give Satan exactly what he wants. Distraction from our relationship with Christ. If we collectively decide to keep our focus on Christ, the civil discourse we're, will, the civil discourse we're experiencing will cease. The enemy won't stand a chance. The, the writer reminds us of this in Hebrews. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. That's Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Lot to unpack there. Travis, thank you again for writing this. This is awesome. Uh, especially in the world we live in today. That metaphor, uh, you guys have probably seen the meme floating around there. It's in, in, in meme format. Who is shaking the jar and, and why is this important? Well, if you look historically, a divided people are much easier to control. If you look at something, just say like the communist revolution, Karl Marx and, the, and, the, and his communist manifesto essentially wanted to divide people into rich versus poor. What the, the the laboring class and the elites, right? And that was how he wanted to divide us and have have people at each other's throats. Uh, you know, the workers all oh, we're not getting paid paid enough. The people at the top, you know, power crazed. Uh, you know, uh, elitist or whatever, whatever he, they painted these people as. The the long and short of it is, if you have people who are entrepreneurs and they create jobs, and people who are laboring can work those jobs and provide for their families. Or they can take the skills that they have and start their own business, go on on forward into like more of a free market capitalist type society. Um, but Marx didn't like that. Obviously, he was a Satanist too. Um, that's who's behind all of this. Um, he wanted this uprising because you know people want fairness and things like that. When in all honesty, there was a lot a lot of fairness things that that are happening. Yes, there's power in corrupt places at the top. Yes, there are are good people who are you know caught up in the revolt and everything like that. No system is perfect except the Lord's system. But at the end of the day, 
people who are doing the right thing all the time shouldn't have to worry about it too much. However, we do have corrupt people. He talks about it in this, in this devotional, um, you know, the media, the, the social media, all these things like that. It's, it's exhausting sometimes, and it's blatantly obvious what they're trying to do. Now, the system we live in today is Karl Marx's, like, probably just... He, I, even he would probably be like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> to be fair. Because we're not just divided, you know, into red or black answer to the workers and the elites class. We are divided by religion. We're divided by gender. We're divided by sexual identity. We're divided by socioeconomic class. We're divided by, you know, our, our race. We're divided, you know, did you get a vaccine or did you not get a vaccine? We're divided Democrat, Republican, we're divided on all these different fractals of society. And these different fractals that break apart, that union, the united part of the United States, gets broken up and it gets shattered. And now people are easier to control because they can't organize towards one collective good. You know, we, we, we want this, we have this ideal that's American that we push forward and at the forefront of all these things, but we're regressing because, you know, people aren't treated fairly. People are treated fairly all over the place. It's whether you or not you are uh, accepting victimhood or not. You know, are you, <clears throat> at the end of the day, are you working hard? Are you doing right by the Lord or, or whoever you worship? Are you not hurting people and you're just trying to be a good person, a righteous person? Or are you not? Are there uh, corrupt people at the top? Yes. Are there evil people at the bottom? Yes. Most people, I think, sit kind of in this middle and they want to be left alone. They want to take care of the families and they want to do uh, what's right by other people. I see it all the time. But you see these snippets all over the country. Remember, the United States is a big country. It's, a, it's huge. We have 333 million people in the country. That's actually not that big compared to some other countries as far as population. But land mass wise and everything, we have a massive country. But in the massive country, in these, uh, what's the word I heard the other day? Um, in these big cities are free range psych wards <laughs> because people are crammed into tiny spaces. They don't see trees. There's radio frequencies everywhere. They sit around scrolling mindlessly through social media and they want everybody else to take care of their problems. This isn't everybody, but it's a lot of people in, in cities who get crammed in there. We have to incentivize hard work. We have to incentivize moral character. We have to build a merit-based society if we want to improve the condition that we're in right now. People in each of these little pockets have to stand up and push back against the evil and say, that's no, that doesn't represent us. That's not how we do things. If you're in a church and something and you're you're doing what, you know, what your doctrine and everything like that says and people come in, they want you to change things. But just for them, you have to take a stand and say, no, like we're doing our things our own way. There's plenty of other places around. Why is it so important that my little group here change just for, for one person who has no intention of assimilating whatsoever they just want to go change it so it, it caters to their little little bubble go somewhere else and you can apply that to a, a macro scale too a lot of people coming into the country illegally military aged males who should be staying in their own homes fighting and making their own countries better but they come over here because how did they get here i don't know who's funding them i don't know 
gets back to the two shaking a jar, right? I'll circle back to this in a minute. I'm going on a bit of a rant today. The, the point is you have to look to your right and to your left in your community. You have to make small changes within and unite and, and stay as uh, rooted as you possibly can. The, the last part of this devotional, you know, talking about Satan wants to distract us. Satan ultimately wants worship as if he were God. That's what this whole thing is about. His pride, he wants to be worshipped as if he were God himself. He's not, he never will be, but that's what he wants. He wants to be elevated to that status, even though he can't possibly attain it. And he knows he can't attain it, so the other thing that he can do is instead of taking worship from uh, to himself, he can take worship and focus off the Most High. So how does he do that through all of these things? Through these distractions. Through endless television, sporting events that are nonstop, 24-hour news, you know, TikTok reels and, and videos that go on for, for days, right? Put it down sometimes. You have to understand what's going on in the world. I get that. But put it down sometimes. Ground yourself in the word. Ground yourself in men and women who are rooted in their faith and in what they've got going on. And uh, ground yourself in your morality and your integrity and be the best person you can be. Because that is an infectious thing. I know negativity is infectious, but so is positivity. We got red and black ants all over the place. And again, most of the time we just, we get along. I've been all over this country and everybody I talk to, most people generally get along. But it's when somebody's incited by agent provocateurs, by people who want to just strike this division. And I'm not going to get real political with it, but just look around you. And you can see patterns and you can see what's actually going on if you take a step back and look. Why do they keep pushing these things before an election year when campaigns are starting and everything like that? It's, again, it's exhausting at this point. But you have to understand the playbook so you know how to uh, work your way around it, work your way through it. And let the Lord give you discernment. Pray for that. Lord, help me navigate these waters. Help me stay focused on you. Help me run this race that Paul, that Paul, well, some people say Paul wrote Hebrews. I don't think we actually know who wrote Hebrews. I think he's a good candidate for Hebrews, but I think the Orthodox Church believes that Paul wrote Hebrews. There's a lot of similarities. This is there's a study on Hebrews. Go ask Joe Rosiello about that. Um, but in the the <clears throat> the writer of Hebrews, uh, you know, says we were looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who endured the cross, despising the shame, and seated at the right hand of the throne of God. That is our goal: is to get there. How do we do that amidst the division is we we read the Bible. We put all these things we, we, we talk about here on the Three Pillars podcast into practice daily and do the best we can to establish more of a meritocracy in everything that we do. If you're the low man on a totem pole, do the best that you can and somebody will notice and you'll get to where, where you need to be. You don't have to step over people. You don't have to you know worry about being an overachiever or anything like that. Do the best that you can in what you... And what you're doing 
and that, and try to bring as many people forward. And so that way the company gets better, maybe you get promoted. Okay, cool. Now you take these people, you bring them up as you keep elevating through the company. You get to the point where you're doing really, really well. Now you can take and start your own company and go from there. Maybe you see a gap in what this company needs. You start another company to help support the original that you were in. There's a lot of things that you can do, but you have to have focus uh, to get there. But it starts with just being a, a person of, of high moral character. You know, just because I was a Marine, I was held to a higher standard does not mean that civilian chase can lower his standards. No. Maintain a high level of, of, of standard for yourself. Have If you don't have a standard, find one. Look, read devotionals like this. Look at these three guys. Very high moral character in, in all three of those men. Okay. But you have to put the stuff into practice too. You can't just read all the self-help books that you want and expect to you know, be the best person. You have to actually take what you learn and put it into action. If you, once you, and we've talked about this too, once you know who your enemy is, once you know who it is, now you can fix the enemy in place with gun runs and artillery and machine gun positions and mortars, and then you send the infantry in to go up and destroy. That's the you know the the angels and everything like that. And the the war the warring host of heaven. But once you can identify him in your life, now you can fix him and put up a barrier around him, and keep him at bay, while you can carry on doing the best you can. Ultimately, surround him and he'll be destroyed at the end of the day. But you got to understand, this stuff's been going on for thousands of years, guys. We're just now starting to. Get more of it. It seems like it's it's all over the place, but remember, America is a big is is a very large place. These little pockets all over do not represent the whole of America. Trust me, I've been all over America. These little pockets of things they incite violence. They it, it create a catharsis across the country, but they really don't represent the entirety of the country. There are millions of good people out there. But these few little bad actors, these few little incidents, they know will incite it. Don't let it bother you. Most of the time, you don't have all the facts anyways. We talked about it, what, two weeks ago? <laughs> You're going to get just partly partial information half the time anyway. So can you really truly make an assessment of what's going on? You can talk about it amongst your peers. Don't waste a lot of time on it because you've got more important things to do. <laughs> be a good neighbor. Be a good follower of the Lord. Be a good person, be strong, be smart, be rooted, and you're going to be fine. Travis, thank you if you listen to this. Thank you for writing this uh, devotional today. It's something definitely to think about that we need to not be distracted. We need to uh, focus on our relationship with Christ because as, as men especially, that is how we get our spouses that's how we get our children. That's how we get our children's children to heaven is by having that close relationship with Christ, seeking his guidance, seeking his discernment, seeking his wisdom, seeking his knowledge that we can plow through the enemy's defenses like a, like a train blasting through, you know, the, the down the track. And it's, you know, I, I don't know, it just came to me like a, you know, like a zombie film or something, and you got this, you know, cow catcher in front of this big rig, and you're just plowing through them because you're you're you are taking the fight to the forces of darkness when you equip yourself properly and you surround yourself with people who are on the same mission. All right, <sighs> guys, that's all I got for you guys this week. I hope that was edifying for you. Again, please check out uh, Press On. 
this devotional uh, by Matt uh, Porth, Nate Norman, and Travis Price. I will put that down in the description box below. Um, I'll put their Twitter handles and stuff like that on there. You guys will, will really enjoy that. So with all that being said, guys, I really appreciate you tuning into this. If you like the content of this video, if you like the content of Three Pillars Podcast, please share it. If you share the show, that's how we grow. All right, so share the show. Send it in a text message, whatever platform you're on. If you're on Apple Apple Podcasts, send it to somebody else you know who listens to Apple. If you're on Spotify, send it there too. Go back, leave us a five-star rating and review on both of those platforms. Let the stuff binge play overnight while you're sleeping. Learn through osmosis. All right. Um, check us out on Good Pods. Check us out on um, the Three Pillars Podcast website. We're on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm all over the place. So pretty much wherever you can find this content, uh, geez, Rumble, Odyssey, YouTube, where, wherever. I keep just throwing stuff out and just talking at this point. Uh, please go and like the show. Leave me a comment. Let me know how you're doing. If there's something you want to discuss, let me know. Coming up on episode 100, I have asked my wife to come back for a special 100 episode. We were actually at 100 episodes already with interviews and things like that. But the official episode 100 is coming up, and I want to have her back on. And she said she will come back on. So we will see. Uh, we'll see what we're going to talk about. I've got a couple ideas. I think we're going to talk about healthy marriages and healthy relationships. We did marriage and family before, but talk about m more intimate things. That might be one of our first, quote, explicit episodes. Not that it's going to be, like, erotic or anything, but we might talk about some things that you may not want to share with your kids until you watch the episode first. We'll get there. I'll, we'll see. I think that's my plan, though. Again, all that being said, guys, thank you very much. We're going to end with a quick word of prayer, and then we're going to kick you guys out for a fantastic weekend. So without further ado, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for keeping us focused. Thank you for helping us identify who it is that is shaking the jar. We know it's the enemy. We know it's the one, the, the adversary, the one who wants to do nothing but usurp your power and divert our attention from you, either to him or just away from you in general, so that we don't have purpose because we have, we lack our focus. Lord, thank you for giving us the tools, the resources, the people in our lives to make us the best that we can possibly be. Thank you for edifying us, for lifting us up, you know, and, and showing us all that we can possibly be. Lord, thank you for dragging us through the valley so we learn lessons. Because sometimes we are stubborn people and we need to be taught lessons and go through some suffering just so we can retain it. Lord, help us to bring others out of that suffering and back into your light. Give us the power to do that. Let, us, let your Holy Spirit work through us that we can perform wondrous acts and miracles in your name, Lord. Let the Holy Spirit work through us. Every single day that somebody else grows closer to you or somebody who has walked off the path comes right back to it because you are there with us, Lord. Lord, I ask that you continue to guide us and direct us all the days of our lives. Bless anyone tuning into this uh, this broadcast all the days of their lives. And Lord, I ask all this in the most holy name of Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you very much again. I'm Chase Tobin. This is the Three Pillars Podcast. Share the show. It's how we grow. That's my little ditty. I'm going to leave you guys with that. Uh, until next week, Tobinator out.